Welcome in to the 28th episode of College Sports Today on WLRZ 99.3 FM or wherever you find your podcasts on LRN News as well. This is Hamilton Neal joining you as always. We thank you, the listener, as well for taking the time. Also, really, really excited for this show tonight. Really excited for everything that we have to talk about because we got a lot of stuff going on here on campus at LR. And it's mid-May and I say that and you may be thinking, wait a minute sports season's over here at LR, right? No, we are far from done here at LR. We got a ton going on with the men's lacrosse team. We're going to first talk about what they've been doing in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Really gutsy win against UND. High scoring affair, up and down, really exciting. We're going to go into that. We're also going to preview their game against number one Tampa, undefeated on the season. That will be a rematch, just like the game against UND was. Again, lots to get into with LR men's lacrosse. We'll also talk women's lacrosse as well. Multiple Bears getting all South Atlantic Conference honors. And then we'll talk about the softball team. Staying in the winner's bracket, taking down Wingate in a classic in the Southeast Regional. Really, really excited for everything coming up with that team as well as they stay alive here in their 2022 season. But again, we're going to start by talking about the LR men's lacrosse team as they took on UND for the second time this season in the first round of their NCAA tournament. When these two teams faced off at the start of the year, LR was ranked number two in the country, and definitely coming into that game was viewed as the favorite. They lost that contest, one of only three losses this season for the Bears. They lost to UND, they also lost to Limestone and to Tampa, and they got the opportunity here to rematch with UND, but also more importantly, host them in this game. This was at Hickory at Moret Stadium. And with 46 seconds left in regulation, Dylan Stoppe took a pass from Colton McCracken and found the back of the net to break a 10-10 tie and send LR to the national quarterfinal for the second straight year and the third time in program history. This was just the second meeting this season between LR and UND, and each were decided by one goal. The Greyhounds beat LR at Moret Stadium in the season opener on February 6th by a score of 12-11. UND suffered their second consecutive one-goal loss in the NCAA tournament at Moret Stadium. Last season, they lost in the first round to Wingate thanks to a Bulldogs goal coming with nine seconds left in the game. Three of UND's four NCAA tournament defeats have come by one goal. The Bears are 4-3 and all-time in NCAA tournament games. And again, as I noted just a minute ago, facing number one Tampa on Sunday. The game with the Spartans is a rematch of last year's NCAA quarterfinal classic. 16-15 LR prevailed in that game. And this season on February 20th, Tampa won 13-8. The Bears are now 1-0-2 and 3 all-time when leading after three quarters. The win extends the Bears' winning streak to 11 straight. Again, very big game coming up here against Tampa. This is an undefeated team and the number one team in Division II lacrosse. If LR can get past this game, it would be one of the biggest achievements in program history. I think at this point, it was getting to the national championship game last year when they fell to LeMoyne. Came up just short. And that's something that on last week's show we talked about with Bryce Reese, one of the captains on this LR men's lacrosse team, talked about just trusting the coaches and trusting them, putting them in positions to be successful if they want to get back to Connecticut. And they're one win away from the Final Four. If they beat Tampa, they're in the Final Four, and they have that opportunity to complete what they weren't able to do last year. That's win a national championship. And in so many LR sports, 
we've come so close to a national title. Years ago, the football team got there in 2013, lost to Northwest Missouri State, powerhouse in Division II football. Uh, We've had so many teams go so far only to come up short. And the latest was our men's lacrosse team last year in 2021. But what a storybook ending it would be for this LR men's lacrosse team if they could beat UND, which they did. They could beat Tampa, two teams that they lost to and get revenge on those two squads, and then go into the Final Four, try to win that national championship. Obviously, that's what they're going for. Nothing's guaranteed, especially in the postseason, when there's a high level of competition. And with teams that are jacked up and motivated and ready to go, you know, this Tampa team has a lot of pressure on them because everyone is given their best shot against this squad. They're undefeated on the season and they took down LR in the regular season. But there's something about playing a team a second time, which rarely happens in the postseason. LR has the opportunity to do it for a second time. They played UND for a second time, won that game. Now they're playing Tampa for a second time. Coming up Sunday, 1 p.m. is the faceoff time. If they're going to get this win, they're going to have to continue to play offensively with that consistency and with that flow. And that's something else last week that I talked with Bryce about. Early in the season, he talked about the fact that they were winning games, but the flow wasn't there. They weren't getting things going on the offensive end like they felt they could. Now, in the 11-game win streak, they played outstanding on the offensive end. They scored double-digit goals, again, 11 against UND. I think they're going to have to put up a similar mark against Tampa to have a chance to win because the score on February 20th was 13-8. to And LR left some things out there on the field that day. Again, this is a high-octane offense that Tampa has as well. They're undefeated for a reason. They're the best team in college lacrosse. But, again, you never know what's going to happen going into the postseason. Anything can happen. And this is an LR team that knows what happened back in February. They're watching that tape. They're replaying that game in their head every single day. And again, it's very rare when you have an opportunity to play a second team twice and get another shot at them in the postseason. Because LR is a different team now here in mid-May than where they were in late February. Tampa more or less is the same team. They've been great all season. Like I said, they've been the best. But LR is playing at another level right now. Greg Paradine has these guys going. And again, that momentum, that hot streak, that's something else we talked about in the interview last week. There's no better time to get things going than right now. This is the best time of year to be on a hot streak. And again, they won 11 in a row going into Sunday's game against Tampa. Obviously, we're going to be all over that game next week. We're going to talk all about it here on the show. Uh, Win, lose, or draw. We know that this LR men's lacrosse team has had an incredible season because they did struggle coming out of the gates and they've started to get things going. It's a testament to Greg Paradine. It's a testament to the rest of that staff, a testament to the players for buying in and continuing to connect and commit to making this run. And again, they're just one win away from a spot in the final four as they take on number one and undefeated Tampa on Sunday. Now let's go over and talk about LR women's lacrosse. Their season is over, lost in the South Atlantic Conference tournament pretty early. But with that said, we had some incredible performances this season from a number of players. And for the fourth time in her career, LR's Cassie Laffler has been named All-Conference and was one of five Bears to earn All-Conference honors. She was named a first-team All-Sac player for the second time in her career. 
A grad student from Penn Yen, New York, finished the year with 24 college turnovers and added a team-high 45 ground balls. She was named the South Atlantic Conference Defensive Player of the Week in the final week of the regular season and wraps up her career with 83 college turnovers, which ranks her second in team history. In addition, Susie Smith, JoLynn Morey, and Isabel Dunham were all named to the second team. Smith led the Bears with 51 goals and 66 points on the year and is just five goals shy of reaching 100 for her career. Smith was an honorable mention in 2021. Maury earns her first All-League honor after dishing out a team-high 35 assists and adding 29 goals. Dunham earns her second All-Sack selection after being a second-teamer in 2021. She set the LR record with 47 college turnovers this season, shattering the previous high of 34 set by Claire Walk in 2014. Dunham also tied the single-game record for college turnovers with seven against Newberry. And rounding out the selections is goalie Tiana Sieben, who earned a third-team spot. Sieben set the single-game record for saves with 19 against Young Harris and also had 18 against Lee, giving her two of the top three single-game performances in that category in team history. Sieben finished second in the league with 197 saves on the year. Again, with LR women's lacrosse, it's been a lot different of a season than what we've seen for LR men's lacrosse. This LR women's lacrosse team this year was pretty up and down, to say the least. They had some struggles. This is a team that had a lot of good leadership. And again, at the top, we talked about Cassie Laffler as a grad student provided a lot of that. And then it seems every week on the show, we were talking about Jodlyn Morey, Isabel Dunham, Susie Smith, Tiana Sieben, the rest of the players that got recognition here from the South Atlantic Conference. There was a ton of talent on this team, but it just didn't come together consistently enough. And it's going to be interesting to see how they build for next year with the returning talent that they have. Obviously, there were some young players like Chloe Christensen that stepped up and had some really good games. I'm really excited to see what Coach Carly Buck and her staff adjust from this year to next year, because clearly this team has the talent to be top four, top five team in the South Atlantic Conference. And they did earn one of the top couple of seeds to get a game at home. But as far as consistency from game to game, That's what we're talking about, maybe earning a national ranking. There are some things that this team can build on for next season that I'm very excited to see. But uh, again, as always, we see players here from LR bringing in postseason recognition, and no surprise to see those names. Again, Laffler, Smith, Maury, Dunham, and Sieben, all earning all South Atlantic Conference honors. Again, solid season for the women's lacrosse team, a lot to build on for next year. And we have some great stuff going on with the LR softball team as well. They found a way Thursday afternoon to remain in the winner's bracket in the opening game of the Southeast Regional Tournament, getting a 3-2 win against South Atlantic Conference rival Wingate. A two-out single from Savannah Moorfield in the bottom of the ninth inning scored former Bunker Hill High standout Cameron Bryant, and that led LR to the win. This was such a back-and-forth game. It was a game of missed opportunities in like the sixth, seventh, eighth inning. These teams couldn't get it going. They had to play that extra inning. And in the bottom of the ninth, clutch hit from Savannah Moorefield again, the two-out single to send LR to another game. They fight to play another day. And in the postseason, it doesn't matter how you win. Just the fact that you get the victory and you survive in advance. It's all that matters because it's single elimination. And big-time players have to make big-time plays. And Savannah Moorefield made a big-time play there in the bottom of the ninth. And Lauren Rakes, LR pitcher, has been a model of consistency all season. Limited the Bulldogs to just five hits with nine strikeouts, no walks, and two hit batters, a complete game performance. 
And that's no surprise. We've seen her all season long do this from game to game. And it's just been so impressive to see what she's been able to do. LR has things rolling right now, just like the men's lacrosse team. This team has momentum. This team is feeling it right now. And we're taping this show here as the Friday game has already been completed. So next week, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about how LR season either continued or ended in the Southeast Regional. So again, because this show is taped, there are a certain amount of limitations as far as you know when we record and when we submit this show and when it airs and when games are happening around it. And that's the challenge of taping a show and playing it back. But again, we're doing the best we can to work around that. And we're doing our best to keep up as much as we can as we're taping this show and as we're playing it back here on Fridays at 7 and on Mondays at 3. So again, with that said, really, really excited to see what our softball team does, what our men's lacrosse team does. The baseball team is also in the playoffs. That's the third team that is at this point in the NCAA playoffs ready to make a push for a championship. We don't know the opponent yet in the first game for uh, LR Baseball, but we will very soon. It'll be about a week from now when things really get going with our LR Baseball team, and it's been an outstanding athletic season. And here on College Sports Today, over the course of the last now 28 shows, we have been able to bring you the latest news and what's been happening with all of these teams. And, and just in the first year of this show, we have been so privileged and fortunate to have great games to talk about exciting matchups with a lot of suspense, with a lot of excitement. We have seen great team performances. We have seen great individual performances. Going back to the football season, when the football team made the playoffs, going to the basketball season, even though our basketball teams didn't have the seasons they hoped for, there were some exciting games down the stretch. Our men's team made the South Atlantic Conference Tournament. Our women's team was just seconds away from making the South Atlantic Conference Tournament. It has been an all-time year for the record books with our LR baseball team. Our men's lacrosse team, as usual, has been stellar. The women's lacrosse team provided some good moments. Again, they were a little up and down, but a good season nonetheless. Our softball team, what track and field has been able to do. We haven't even gone over that yet. Next week, we'll talk more about that and what they did with the South Carolina Conference Championships there. You know, trophies have been brought home. And again, with our men's lacrosse team, with our baseball team. South Atlantic Conference Championships there as well. And even though our softball team didn't win the SAC title, they are now here in the Southeast Regionals, and they're going for something bigger. So again, point is, we have had an outstanding athletic season, and it's still continuing. We're here into mid-May, and we still have LR Athletics going on. And not many other schools at this point in the year can say that. And again, we are going to continue these episodes throughout the course of the summer going into the fall. There is no off season for us here at College Sports Today. We are always at work. We are always getting shows prepared. We have had a lot of interviews over the last six, seven, eight weeks. We have had Bryce Reese on. We had Cam McDaniel. We had Damian Medwinter, Anthony Brown Jr. from our Bear Sports Network media team. We have had so many great interviews at this point. And again, I want to say to LR athletes out there, if you want to be on this show, Hit me up with a DM, send me a message, we'll get that process started, and we are in the process of getting other athletes on right now, and we are excited to continue that, especially into the fall as well, because it's been hard to kind of navigate softball and especially men's lacrosse as far as bringing players onto the show because they're still in season right now, same thing with the baseball team, and with a lot of the athletes going back home, 
it makes it a little harder, but we're trying to do some phone interviews right now, and uh, we're trying to figure out the logistics of all of that. And once everybody comes back in the fall, we are going to have a ton of interviews. Just saying that right now, we're going to have a ton of people on, and not just athletes, but also coaches, everyone on the administrative side. We want to get some of those people on the show. There are so many people involved in athletics here, again, from players to coaches to administrative people up at the top, Kim Pei, et cetera. And we want to get those people on and we want to share their stories. And that's been the most rewarding thing for me as the host of this show and bringing these to you every single week, especially with the interviews has been for me to just sit back and let these athletes talk and let them share their stories and kind of where they've come from and what they've seen from their perspective about athletics, about Lenore Ryan, their experiences here playing for these teams, and uh, it just gives great insight. And the conversations have been outstanding at this point. And again, with that mix of interviews, whether those be in person, on the phone, uh, bringing these kind of traditional episodes to you where it's kind of one-on-one, I'm talking to you, and you're listening about LR, whether it be Division One athletics, we're going to have plenty to talk about there as well. There's just so much to cover, and that's why we're not stopping at this point. Why we're not going to stop and have an offseason here on CST is because there's still so much to go over because sports is 24-7, 365 days a year, and that cycle never stops. And with that said, we're not going to stop bringing episodes to you. So with that said, that's all the time that we have this week here on College Sports Today. It's been our 28th episode. We have enjoyed bringing it to you as always. We thank you, the listener, for taking the time also. And like we do every single week, we want to give a special thanks to everybody at Lenoran University, the College of Fine Arts and Communications, and WLRZ 99.3 FM. This is Hamilton Neal signing off. I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening.